Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is Lindsay Pinchuk, host of Dear Founder, and I am so excited to be dropping this special solo episode for you today. Today is my absolute favorite holiday, and it is my favorite week of the year. By the time you hear this, I'm going to be home in Detroit, in the suburbs of Detroit, with my family and my friends, reminded of how much I have to be grateful for every single day of the year. And in, in addition to my amazing family and friends, who there are really none other like them, <laughs> there's so much here that I'm grateful for as well. And I, it's just, I need to take a minute to share this with you as it ties into today's episode and what we're going to talk about. First and foremost, I am thankful for each and every one of you. Just this week, I was notified that Dear Founder is now in the top 2% of podcasts globally, jumping from the top 5% when I last checked later um, this past summer, late in the summer. This movement to the top 2% is because of you and only you, your support, your love, and the community that you've given me here to continue to help female founders and entrepreneurs in any way that I can. So thank you for sharing the episode. Thank you for rating and reviewing the episode. Thank you for listening to the episode twice a week, because without you, we would not be in that top 2%. And if you think I'm not striving for the top 1%, you're sadly mistaken, because that's next. Secondly, I am thankful for the way that you have pushed me continuously over the last year. Obviously, many of you know my story. I left the company that I founded and sold um, in September of 2021 and decided that I was going to consult. But when I put myself out there and I started this podcast and I started talking on social media, you guys have challenged me time and time again not just here with the podcast, but on how I can support you. So from the classes and the workshops to the one-on-one -on -one coaching program that I developed, that all happened because you asked for it. You told me what you needed and how I could help you to achieve your business goals. And together we did and we have and we continue to. So thank you. And while I absolutely could go on all day, I will give you just one more. Lastly, I am thankful for your willingness to learn. Being an entrepreneur is tough shit. It is so hard. And as you heard on Tuesday right here on Dear Found Her with Alexa Curtis, you really have to want it. You have to be in it for the long haul. And by showing up here each and every week, connecting with me and this amazing community on social media, you're putting in the time to develop your business and to succeed. And for that, I am beyond thankful. 
so thank you. So today, I want to express my appreciation to you in two ways. Number one, I am going to be sharing with you seven action items that you can take right now through the rest of the year that your business will thank you for in 2023. And I'm going to share with you things that I am doing right now in the last five weeks of the year for my own business to set myself up for success in the next year. So these are tips that I use. They're exercises that I am going through. They are things that I'm asking my own clients to do. And they will put you on a path to success if you just take the time and do them and do them correctly. And so we're going to walk through that. And number two, if you need a little bit more help, I have developed a one-on-one package to help get you set up for 2023 in any of the areas that we're going to talk about today. Content planning, social media, strategy, email marketing, events, or partnerships. There's a link in the show notes with more information. These packages are limited moving into the new year. You're going to want to grab them before they're gone, especially if you need a little bit of extra help. And if you're wondering about publicity, because that is one of the areas I talk about and we'll be talking about today, I will be offering a special workshop with a very dear friend and publicist coming in January. We're going to be announcing it next week. But so for now, I want to share with you these seven action items that I am taking for my own business that you can help to take within your own business. So as of today, there are 37 days left in 2022. And I know what some of you are thinking Some of you are thinking, isn't it still 2019? Well, it sure as hell feels like it. Um, I know, at least for me, the last few years have totally meshed together. Do you feel this way, (laughs) this way as well? Um, If so, I am absolutely right with you. But, um, you know, here we are. It's Thanksgiving Day of 2022. The world is somewhat back to normal. We're living with COVID just as we do the flu and other viruses, and businesses are back open. Obviously, there have been tremendous changes. There is, you know, this looming possible recession. We are in a recession. It's, you know, there's kind of differences in how that's being reported. Um, There have been layoffs at many tech companies. Um, But whether you've been in business for two weeks or two months, two years or 20, as every entrepreneur knows, there's always room for improvements, adjustments, pivots, and updates without a doubt. And if you're not doing these things, you are not going to find success. You are not going to find continued success. You are not going to find continued growth. So it is so important not only to make sure you are improving, adjusting, pivoting, and updating, but that you know when to do that. What you can always count on between now and the end of the year is both a speed up and a slowdown with your business. And here's what I mean, and I'm sure so many of you can relate. You as a business owner and many of you are solopreneurs are scrambling to get everything finished before the holidays. But unless you're a product-based business selling to customers and consumers for the holidays, you're probably starting to see a slowdown in your day-to-day as your customers are also preparing for the holidays and for the new year. So even when I was in the corporate world, I always took advantage of this time of year to reflect, realign my vision, set my intention, and really get clear on what I wanted to accomplish when the new year rolled around. So as you start to do that for yourself, and as your year winds down, I want to share with you seven actions that I've already started to take and will be continuing to take right here for my own business that you can easily take too to set your business up for greater success going into 2023. So are you ready? Here we go. 
Number one, create systems and efficiencies. And what does that mean? Well, you're going to want to make sure that you are set up and running your business as efficiently as possible. So I want you to ask yourself, how can you figure this out? And I just cut an episode of Dear Found Her. It's going to be my 99th episode airing next Thursday with Raina Campbell, who she is the host and founder of Dreams and Drive, which is an incredible podcast that has over a million downloads. And um, she shared a little bit about this in our conversation. And it, like I said, it'll be airing next Thursday. Um, but this is a sentiment that I share wholeheartedly and you're going to hear us discuss together. Big picture, you need to sit down and literally write out every single thing that you need to do in order to make your business run. What's your workflow? What are all the steps that you need in order for something to happen or for you to accomplish whatever it is your end goal is from start to finish? Make bullet points. I would type, if I were you, and with the way I'm doing this is I'm typing this out on my computer in bullet points, or you can write them down. When you're done, you're going to want to take a look and see where you can be more efficient. How can, adjust, how can you adjust your workflow? And ask yourself, is there any technology that you can be using to automate any of it? I recently realized that I have built my business piecemeal. So I talked a little bit about um, being grateful to you and for all of the things that you've asked me for over the last year. So the way that I built my business is I built it as you, my community, were asking me for things. So first and foremost, I started with my consulting practice. This was my idea. I left my company to consult, you know, and I built my consulting practice and how it, how it works. You know, when someone comes in, what do I do? What's the, the onboarding process? What's the invoicing process, et cetera. So I built that first. But then you guys asked me to teach a class, and so I did, and so I had to build a system for that as well, a landing page, a cart, the workflow, etc. And I had to build the actual class. And then you guys asked me for one-to-one coaching, and so I built that system as well. But the issue that I found when I was really taking audit and note at the end of the year is that none of these systems are automated properly they're in they're um, requiring me to do a lot of administrative work and manual work because I didn't build them automated. I don't know how I you know I need a little bit of help. And none of the systems were talking to each other. So this is my example of how I am looking at my systems to creative efficiencies. And I actually hired someone this week. Um, a, a VA to help me to put my systems in place so that I'm saving time on administrative tasks for each of the pillars of revenue in my business going into the new year. Again, creating more efficiencies. So when you write down each of the steps and how things work in your business and how you accomplish that end goal, you can really take a look at that big picture and see where is it that I can do things better? Where can I be more efficient? And then number two on my list is Where can you outsource? So number one was to create systems and efficiencies. And number two is to identify going into the new year where you can outsource. You just heard me talk about outsourcing a process of automating my business. I I also actually recently outsourced another part of my business um, that has potential to generate revenue for me. And I'll I can't really share specifics on that at the moment. I will at another time. But um, you know, I really took note of my processes and what it is that I wanted to do and my goals for 2023. And I said, where can I 
bring someone in to help me with parts of this business that will generate revenue. And so one of them, of course, was what I just shared with you, the automation process of my products and making sure that that's set up efficiently will ultimately save me money because it's going to automate everything for me and I won't have to do things manually. But the second thing that I outsourced is um, I really outsource someone to help drive some some lead generation for me. And that's really about it, all I can share at the moment. But it brings me to my point that, you know, I want you to take a look at that list you made for number one, that, that workflow list. Are there parts of this that you can potentially hire someone to help with, you know, taking menial tasks off your plate or helping you to generate revenue for your business? Don't forget, you don't have to hire someone full-time. There are so many freelancers, project-based part-time employees out there. It is a really great time of year to identify where those holes are in your structure. Who is it that can help you? And when I say who, you want to identify the people who complement your skills. Don't hire someone to do what you do best. Hire someone to do something that you are not so efficient at, therefore saving you time as well, right? So it's a really great time of year to reach out and connect with people who can help you. And, um, you know, I would ask in Facebook groups, you can go in the Dear Founder Facebook group and ask, do you know someone who is a VA on Pinterest? Do you know someone who can do X, Y, and Z for me? Um, you know, it's a really great time of year to set up meetings, start talking to people and see if they're a fit. I know for me as a coach and a consultant, I have a ton of meetings coming up right now, um, really just setting up schedules for next year with people to, to work with me and to help, you know, move their business along, to help build their community, you know, to hire me to help them with things that they can't do on their own. And so this is a really great time for you to look at your business. And before the year picks up at high speed after the holidays, sit down and start talking to people and seeing where you can allocate some of your budget to help you generate more revenue. So number three, another exercise that I think is incredibly important for your business moving into next year is to create a plan or a calendar for your content. So do you have a process or a strategy or a plan for your content? I want you to ask yourself that. Do you or are you like flying by the seat of your pants? And I know so many small business owners and entrepreneurs do fly by the seat of their pants because it's just not their area of expertise. It's not a strength for them. And when I say content, I mean everything that you put out about your brand. Yes, it is your social media, but it's also your emails, your publicity, your events. It's every single thing that goes out into the world about you and your company, your brand is your content. So when I say to create a plan, it's really putting in this upfront work so that you can have a system in place and you don't feel like you are a content creating machine over and over and over again. Because most of you listening here, you're not. You're not content creators. You are service providers. You um, are professionals. There are a lot of doctors, photographers, um, fitness instructors that listen to this podcast that have businesses. And you need to focus on your craft, not necessarily developing content. So it's really important that you create a plan and a calendar that you can follow so that you are not spinning your wheels asking yourself, what should I post? And so that you are not asking yourself, what should I post? And then also taking so much time to create it. And that time is being taken away from your area of expertise, right? So 
I'm going to give you an example of how I did this for myself for 2023. So recently, I made a list of themes for my podcast. And as you'll see moving into the new year, I'm going to be much more thoughtful every single month about a specific theme. My episodes are going to roll up into the theme, and so will the content that I put out across social media and my email. From the list of themes, I've been able to really hone in on specific guests to interview here on the podcast, as well as specific topics to cover underneath each theme across my other platforms. So not only do I want to be more intentional for you, my listeners, but it's also being more intentional for me as I plan out every single month. By starting big picture and drilling down, I'm able to you know, really back into the process that I use of repurposing every single piece of my content. I want to make sure that I squeeze every last bit of juice out of every podcast and every piece of content that I put out. So going into this exercise, you will also be, you know, you will also essentially make producing content. When you do this exercise, you will it will help you to produce content every week far easier and you'll feel less like you're flying by the seat of your pants and more like you have a handle on things. Putting in a little upfront work to plan will make the long game easier for you as you move into the new year. And ultimately, this allows for you to concentrate on your business versus your content creation and marketing. And if you can't do it for the whole year at once, that's okay. Go quarter by quarter. Sit down in December and plan it out for January, February, March. And then in February, plan it out for April, May, June, etc. Give yourself some lead time. Make sure that you work that into your schedule. And you will see that it is a lot easier to be putting things out into the world that not only make sense, but that have a really good intended purpose for you and for your brand. So, to recap so far, we talked about creating systems and efficiencies. We talked about asking yourself where you can outsource. And then we talked about creating a plan and a calendar for your content. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about setting an intention for partnerships in the new year. As you've heard me say before, your community is your number one business asset. You can check out the solo episodes that I created talking all about this topic. But um, one of the things that you can do right now moving into the new year before the new year starts to help build your community is to set an intention for partnerships in 2023. Why am I saying this? Partnerships build community. They do so with very little budget and a lot of impact. So I want you to think about a couple of things. What can you gain from partnerships? More emails, expanded social media presence, more followers, new customers, what, what is it that you want to gain from partnering with other entities? And then I want you to think about how do you want to work with others? Do you want to interview people like I do here on Dear Founder? Do you want to create events together? Do you want to profile people on your social media and your website? They'll share it and you'll share it. Do you want to do takeovers on your Instagram or collaborative giveaways? You can't do it all, so I would absolutely hone in on one or two so you, you don't lose your mind. You don't want to lose your mind with this. And then I want you to make a list of possible partners or entities that you can feasibly collaborate with. And when I say feasibly, I mean other entities that share a similar audience or common goal with you but aren't competitors. And the other thing too is, while I'm a huge proponent for shooting for the stars, start small. 
Start small and partner with people who are in your network, partner with people who you have access to, use those partnerships to build bigger partnerships. We talk a lot about that here on the podcast and on my social media as well. So, you know, it's really important that you make a list and you decide how you can feasibly collaborate with these people. And then from there, create a template to reach out. So create an email template that you can use explaining what you're looking to accomplish, what's in it for the possible partner, and how you can help each other. And that's so important. When you partner with another entity, you have to show up being willing to give as well as receive. And then after the holidays, start to send those emails out and start setting up partnerships to build your community in the new year. And like I said, once you get started, you can build upon your partnerships for bigger partnerships, ultimately continuously growing your community. But a big thing that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is once January starts, if you don't get a head start on these things and you don't set up the process and you don't get the templates in place, you put it on the back burner. We've all been there. We all do it. So, you know, like I said, this is one of these little action items that if you sit down for a couple hours in the month of December and go through that exercise that I just outlined, you can be on a path for stronger partnerships in 2023. So that was number four. And then number five is make a plan to get people talking. What do I mean by that? So publicity isn't just TV segments or newspaper mentions. Publicity is any free mentions of you and your business by another entity. If a customer shares about you, that's publicity. If you're on a podcast, that's publicity. You don't have to pay big bucks to get people talking. You just have to give them something to talk about. For example, you're going to see me do something with Dear Found Her to get people talking in the beginning of January. On January, the first week of January, when we return from the holidays, we're going to be kicking off our second season and celebrating Dear Founder's first birthday. So I'm going to be doing a ton of partnerships and giveaways to get people talking about the podcast and sharing about the podcast during this pivotal couple of weeks when we kick off season two. This is publicity. You are going to have a front row seat to see how I execute this come January. But for now, I want you to think about what do you have coming up? How can you get people talking? How can you get people to share about your business? Are there podcasts that you can reach out to to be a guest on? Beyond the partnership that you, the partnership list that I just had you create in number four, what are ways that you can get people to talk about you and your business? Write those down so that when you come back in January, you can start checking them off your list. And I want to say, for businesses that have customers in person and, um, and, and rely a lot on testimonials and reviews, this is a great way to get people talking. Offer something in exchange for a testimonial or review. This is just one idea. And you know, maybe if they put something up on their social media, giving a, you know, a review, a testimonial, sharing a great experience about you and your brand, they're entered to win something from you, a free month of classes or a free service or money off something or a gift card to your business. Those are your customers. They're patronizing your business. So anything that you can give them, they absolutely want to receive, especially if they're willing to be giving a testimonial for you. So that's just one way to get people talking. Make a plan to make that happen. 
Number six, and this is a really easy one as we move into the new year, but you really want to check your social media platforms and your website and see that they're up to date. Use some downtime over the holidays to update them and make any necessary changes. We've all been running at a thousand miles a minute over the last year. I know this, and it's, it's very rare that you get a minute of downtime. And you've probably accomplished a lot in the past year. So make sure that your social media profiles are reflective of that. Make sure that your website is reflective of that. If you have new press, get it up on your website. If you have a new award, get it up on your website. Make sure everything still looks really good. Go page by page. You know, Take a couple hours, sit down on a Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning when things are quiet and make sure that everything is aligned. And I'm telling you, this is something I myself am doing right now. There are things that needed to be updated on my site. There are things that needed to be changed. I had press that I never put up because, like I said, we are all flying by the seat of our pants, and sometimes you just forget or you run out of time. So it's a great time of year to really set that intention and make sure that all of your social media platforms and your website are talking the language that you want to talk to your community. And then last but not least, number seven, you want to create a schedule for your business for your business operations. You want to set aside time and put that time into your calendar to get the tasks done that we have talked about here today. I had you make a bunch of lists. I had you put some systems into place. Now you have to make the time for it. My biggest thing that I I ask my clients to do is to schedule time for content creation and scheduling every single week. Because you tell me all the time here on the podcast, you tell me on social media, you tell me in the Facebook group that one of your number one pain points is finding the time to create content and social media. So it's really important that you don't feel like you're flying by the seat of your pants and you don't feel like you're always asking yourself what should I post? So put it in your calendar. I have a two-hour chunk on Sunday night, and I have a two-hour chunk every Monday. I stick to it like an, like a doctor's appointment. And I sit down, and I create evergreen content that I put into my social media planner and my scheduler so that I always have content with purpose available and ready to go out. You want to pick a time every single week to do that. And then also these other tasks that are that are on this list. I just gave you so many different things that you can set up for success as you move into next year. For example, with the partnerships. Once you set up those templates and you get them all ready to go, schedule an hour every single week to reach out to new partners. One hour. That's it. I do this every single week with podcasts because I Part of my outreach and my partnership plan is going on other people's podcasts or doing pod swaps. So once a week, I sit down for an hour and I use half of the time to research entities to reach out to, and I use half of the time to actually do the outreach. And by doing that, I have a consistent loop of podcast interviews coming into my 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 li- my list and my um you know, my, I have a steady stream of podcasts that I am being interviewed on and that I then am sharing, which is just a bigger partnership opportunity for me. So I'm constantly being put in front of new communities. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? 
this is really the only way that you're going to build your community and you're going to grow awareness and truly market your business to new customers. So one of the other examples I want to give to you is in addition to scheduling time for my content, one of the things that I started doing this fall and I was that I really tried to stick to a schedule where I did work for clients on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and work for my business and brand on Monday and Friday. I tried very hard to stick to it and I did a pretty good job. With time, this will get easier for me. What works for you? Write out a few scenarios and test them out, but having a schedule and a cadence of work when it comes to working on your business versus in your business will absolutely help to move your business forward. I hope that these made sense. I hope that this gave you a lot to think about. I hope that this gave you some purposeful action items that you can take in the month of December as you prepare for 2023. And just to recap all seven of these items, number one, create systems and efficiencies. Number two, figure out where you can outsource. Number three, create a plan or a calendar for your content. Number four, set an intention for partnerships for the new year. Number five, Make a plan to get people talking about you and your business. Number six, check to see that your social media platforms and your website are up to date. And number seven, create a schedule for your business operations. So again, if you need a little bit more help on any of these areas, make sure that you're following me at Lindsay Pinchuk on Instagram as I talk about all of them often. And like I said, I've developed a one-to-one package to help you get a, get set up for 2023 in any one of these areas, content planning, social media strategy, email marketing, events, or partnerships. You can click the link in my show notes for more information, but these packages will be limited moving into the new year. So you're going to want to grab them before you're gone. And let's get ready for 2023. Today is my 97th episode, and as we inch towards 100, I again want to say thank you for being here, for listening twice a week, and for continuing to support my mission to support female founders and aspiring entrepreneurs. If you like what you're hearing, please take out your phone, scroll all the way to the bottom, click that five-star rating, or leave a review. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. You have no idea how far it goes. When you do that, it helps other people to discover Dear Founder, all of the amazing conversations that we are having here and this incredible community that you are a part of. Thank you so much. And we'll be back every Tuesday and Thursday for another episode of Dear Founder. Have a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving holiday.